Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is the story that is, well, no matter where you are, it's a headline story. And that is that the affidavit, which formed the basis for the search of former U.S. President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida, released yesterday, heavily redacted. I think it was 21 of 28 pages was redacted. The uh, Department of Justice says materials marked top secret were included in what was found in Mr. Trump's residence, and uh, materials contained information that could threaten national security. This has created or widened a rift that existed already. In the American political scheme, Professor Terry Madonna joins us, Franklin and Marshall College in Pennsylvania. His academic specialty is the American presidency, American political parties, and political behavior. So all the bases covered. Terry, thank you very much for joining us. I always appreciate the conversations. How are you? Hey, it's my pleasure. Actually, I'm now at uh, back at Millersville University as senior fellow uh, for political affairs, but my uh, areas of specialty are American politics and the American presidency. I presume I should have mentioned that to you when we chatted, but, uh, but you're on to something here. The Mar-a-Lago... Can I I just start with this question? In in our wildest dreams, even after Hillary Clinton's 33,000 emails and private non-secure server in her home, would you ever have considered there would be a time or a situation like this that would involve the American presidency? All of the the, uh, the fighting, the to and fro fighting between the Democrats and the Republicans notwithstanding. No, look, this is unprecedented. This has never occurred before. In American history, you're exactly on to uh, an incredibly important element in these activities and in, in, involving the past president of ours. And now we've had presidents who've gotten themselves in trouble, impeached in the House of Representatives, but not removed in the Senate. And in fact, the biggest one of all times was Richard Nixon, uh, who resigned facing certain conviction in the Senate, which would have had him removed from office for uh, the cover-up of the break-in in the Watergate complex. And his vice president, or the vice president of the United States, I should say, Jerry Ford, pardoned him. But nothing of the nature of this search. And you're right about something else that you mentioned a moment ago. This has created an incredible, incredible uh, series of controversies, divisions and partisanship in our country. The, this has actually motivated the Trump supporters who believe that the search was illegal, who believe that the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Justice Department are out to get their president, to get Donald J. Trump. And of course, uh, most Americans don't feel that way, but that's heavily oriented by Democrats and independent voters. So this has deeply divided our country. And as I put it in other interviews, even though they've gotten a lot of specifics in this affidavit, uh, and, uh, and many of us believe that this is leading to a prosecution of Donald J. Trump, a prosecution of Trump. And remember, we have that January 6th select committee still doing its work. And there you have another situation which could lead 
to a prosecution of an American, of a former. So, so let, let me let me get you let me get this straight. You have studied, and your, your area of expertise is the American presidency, American political parties, and uh, American politics. You believe that this situation that exists today will. Do you believe that it will lead to a prosecution, criminal prosecution of President Trump? I'll put it. Here's the way I put this. It wouldn't surprise me if it does. I'm not predicting that. Uh, but I'm saying if he gets prosecuted, it would not it would not surprise me. Uh, and, you know, without getting into all the details about the records, you know, they have intelligence secrets. They have classified information. What what were what else were uh, were in the uh, papers that the FBI secured? And I want to tell you something else that that Trumpites really uh really found, uh, I'll say annoying, and that's an understatement. Uh, number one, we were originally believed that Trump was cooperating, you follow me? Cooperating with the FBI, providing information, and he did turn over some uh, documents. And number two, why did, why did the Justice Department here and the FBI wait weeks if this was so significant. I'm talking to you now about Trump's, what Trump's Search. supporters are saying. We'll take a look at the other side in a minute. I'm, 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 I'm going to be objective about this. Why did they wait so long if indeed these were classified documents, top secrets, and other files at Mar-a-Lago. So, Terry, you were about to give us both sides of this. And just before you do that, just before you go ahead, Terry. Well, there's one other element, and that was the actual raid itself. I mean, 30 FBI, heavily armed, heavily armed FBI agents and pictures of these folks, video, I should say, of them carrying these weapons into a, basically an empty uh residents of the president down in Palm Beach, a former president, I should say. And so that's another thing that uh, on the Trump side that they argued was offensive. Now, on the other side, if you want me to go there, the records, without doubt, had top and top secrets uh, of an, an intelligence nature that were not supposed to be removed, if you will, from the White House. That's one of the uh, aspects in the affidavit, which you accurately pointed out, is necessary in order to get a judge to issue a warrant. And the other thing is that Trump had more than one opportunity, multiple opportunity to give the documents back, and he refused to do so. So I thought he was negotiating with them. That, 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 well, he says that will... His critics are saying that boils down to obstruction, mm. that he should have turned these back over. So if we look, if we look at all of this that's going on now, Terry, and uh, and you're you wouldn't be surprised, you said, if criminal charges were filed against Donald Trump. So that changes the entire paradigm in the United States. Seventy million people voted for this man in 2020. Uh, the presidency changes. The mood in the United States changes. Seventy million people. Maybe not all of them are angry, but many of them will be. What does that do to? To, to just, uh, yeah. you know, the working, the ability for your country to work positively. Well, it's, it's deeply divisive. I mean, look, we have a midterm election coming up in his, typically in American 
midterm election since the end of World War II, the party that doesn't hold the presidency has lost 17 of 19. 17 of 19. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, it's a referendum on the incumbent president. Joe Biden's job performance was has been very, very low. Now, it's rising a bit as inflation is diminished a tad and gasoline price at the, you know, you go to fill up your tank, it, it, they've fallen a bit. Uh, and the president is now out campaigning around the country for uh, for his uh, what he would argue is his successful agenda. And but here's what most analysts are saying that I follow. It looks like the Democrats, it's the Senate is 50, 50, 50 R's, 50 D's. I'll put it that way, or 50 people who caucus with the D's and 50 who caucus with the R's. And the vice president gets to break the tie. Kamala Harris, it now looks like the Democrats could pick up three or four seats. But over in the House of Representatives, in which the Democrats have 222 seats, it takes 218 to be a majority. Most analysts still believe the Republicans could pick up the House of Representatives, not by 15, 20 seats, which perhaps would have been possible six, eight months ago. But you know, let's say six, seven, eight, something in that range. Okay, so I, I understand that, Terry, but what are the chances, given all of this, and we're looking at uh, your midterms with interest on November the 8th, but what are the chances, what's the reality here, or what is your expectation about Donald Trump, all of this that's going on included in the, into, the, into, the, uh, into the goulash, what are the chances that Donald Trump will actually be a candidate for president in 2024, and what are the chances he'll actually be the nominee for the Republicans? Yeah, yeah, that, well, I would say right now he's would be the favorite to win the nomination. After Mar-a-Lago, many analysts thought that he would declare, announce, he has hinted, but not formally announced yeah, for the presidency. Yeah. But after Mar-a-Lago, that he would then announce he is not... So, so, so my Terry, my follow-up question for you is this. You're the analyst of the presidency, the political parties, and political activity in the United States. Given everything that's going on, if Donald Trump does announce before any charges, criminal charges are laid, if they're going to be laid, does Donald Trump have everything considered here, a chance of winning in 2024? If you believe that the GOP will move him in as the, as the nominee, given everything that's going on in the absence of criminal charges being laid, can he win the presidency in 2024? What do you think? Well, I mean, right now I would think probably not. But again, you're, you're asking me a question in one of the most unpredictable and highly charged and controversial environment in modern American history. It's just, and I'm not... Uh, begging off an answer, I'm merely telling you how complicated this all is. We have a very popular, uh, there's a popular Republican governor uh, in Florida, DeSantis, who has been traveling now around the country campaigning for Republicans uh, for the, the, in their primary uh, elections here in order to become uh, candidates for governor and, co- and, and members of the House and Senate. And it's it's likely that he he would run, and he's pretty popular. It's too early to know whether Donald J. Trump will be the nominee of the party. We don't even know for sure that Joe Biden, Joe Biden has to say, every president has to say they're going to seek reelection at least until the midterm election is over, because the failure 
if, if you say I'm not running, that's, isn't that admitting that your administration's been a failure? Well, yeah, or you're getting a tremendous amount of pressure from inside the party to not run, yeah. which I suspect is happening. But, but look, uh, we have about a minute here, Terry. Give, look, we're looking ahead to November now. But then beyond November, you're looking, this will happen very quickly. You're looking at 2024, the development of the, the primaries, and then whether Trump runs again, whether Biden runs again. Sure. Your country, sure. the United States, which has been the most stable democracy for so many decades, for so many years, no, centuries, uh, your country looks to me to be a country that is on the cusp of real internal massive divisions which could play out in the 24 election. Am I right? Oh, you're 100% correct. And, I mean, the number of Americans in poll after poll who are very dissatisfied with the direction of our country, who think that things aren't going to go well, is at record levels. And I don't know, you know, the economy is is still the most important issue headed by inflation in our country. But we have immigration, uh, a complex immigration system on our southern border. We have... Uh, crime, yeah, you've got uh, a lot going place, on. murder rate. Uh, you're, but yeah. you're you're absolutely right. I mean, it's too it's too hard to know exactly. There is there is a there's still almost too much to consider. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.